Hello Cryptonauts, today we're recording for November 22nd, 2020 on today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. We're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. As well, if you're interested in donating to my podcast channel, I do have an unstoppable wallet per se. You can email or not email, what is it called? You can put it in the in the uh, crypto address blockchainjohn.crypto that is blockchainjohn.crypto alright check that out I would appreciate a few little sats what is it I, I, I can earn well, I, you, you can you can send me bitcoin what is that ethereum uh, litecoin uh, no not litecoin I think it's a uh, bat and usdc yeah send, send a couple bats my way I, I would appreciate that yeah yeah for sure with that said, let's get started with your top 10. What are we doing? Top 10. Decentralized finance by market capitalization. Starting off with Chainlink with a market cap of $4.9 billion. Second place, Wrapped Bitcoin with $2.7 billion. Third place, Dai with $1.1 billion. Fourth place, Synthetics Network Token with $970.3 million. Uh, fifth place, <laughs> Ave with $970.2 million. Sixth place, Uniswap with $786 million. Seventh place, Yearn.Finance with $727.6 million. Eighth place, Compound with $591.2 million. Ninth place, Maker with $487.8 million. And tenth place, UMA with $467.9 million dollars all right that is your top 10 DeFi by market capitalization your overall total market cap is at 662.9 billion dollars up by 2.8 percent all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Ekin Jank. Is that correct? Ekin Jank. Hmm. Alright, XRP up 66% this week, dices with 50 cents. Oh, okay, Ekin Jank is learning. Alright. XRP's price today peaked at 49 cents, its highest price since July 2019. The price of the third largest cryptocurrency by market cap then fell to 44 cents, still a major increase from yesterday's 33 cents. XRP's price hit 49 cents at around midnight UTC. It fell just short of beating its July 2019 record for metric site coin market cap. Today it hit 49 cents, while in July 2019 it hit 49 cents. Nothing gets past decrypt. Um, okay. Alright, next news. Written by Shao Kong. At OKX, everything seems A-OK for now. 
Most people found out about the Mingxing star Shu released from the police custody in a curious way. The mysteriously detained OKX CEO WeChat Steps, an application within WeChat that tracks users' walking steps, showed that he finally started walking again. That he's been released is a great is great news, both for OKX, the exchange he founded, and for the thousands of users who fund funds were recently frozen by it due to its apparent central point of failure. Shu himself. This week's the Bing reflects on the OKX saga and asks where the company might go next. An innocent man. After Shu was out of custody, he made a WeChat announcement on November 20th that his adventure with the police had nothing to do with money laundering, which many had suspected was the most plausible explanation. Instead, he said the problem was a company he had bought, the Leap Holding Group, in order to be listed on Hong Kong's stock exchange. No further details were released other than Shu's WeChat status update and his statement that he's been innocent all along. OKX spun out of OKX OKCoin after Chinese government cracked down on, o- uh, on crypto exchanges on September 4th, 2017. The mothership moved to San Francisco to set up a regulated exchange focusing on a fiat crypto on-ramp. Hoping to further legitimize its presence, OKX followed in Huobi's steps and bought a controlling share in Leap Holdings, a Hong Kong stock exchange list firm. The company, of course, has nothing to do with crypto, but mainly deals with construction and waste management. This is known as a reverse takeover or backdoor listing. Shu managed to whitewash the OKX exchange and rebranded the whole enterprise as OKG Technology Holding and becoming a legitimate technology company listed on the public market. Wow! Subsequently, to appear more friendly to Chinese regulators, Shu made himself available in major government meetings that focus on blockchain and pledged to invest millions in China's new blockchain, not crypto, island, Hainan. Leap Holdings, the construction company turned into a technology company, rebranded itself to OKC Holdings Corporation with Shu as its CEO. He redesigned as CEO of OKX and claimed that the word decentralization is incongruent with the party and the country's image. He he famously said, I'd hand over my firm anytime the government wants. History is hard to erase. Yet, despite Shu's eagerness to comply, the Chinese government did not hesitate to take him away when questions arose. It's hard to imagine that there's only one problem behind his arrest. It's probably a combination of OKX's OTC trading business, which has been the center of the government's recent crackdowns and the reverse takeovers in 2018. Why? For a reverse takeover to happen, Shu needed access to millions of dollars to purchase Leap's stock. That money had to come from somewhere, and that remains a mystery at this point. Regardless, the government released him for a for now seems satisfied with how he has arranged his affairs. The road is still long and hard. This is probably the end of OKX's saga. It, it has to think of ways to protect itself from such incidents in the future. Incidents in the future. Many have argued that this case could trigger OKX to follow Binance's lead and decentralize itself and continue its crypto exchange operations offshore. However, that's easier said than done. For a business to succeed in China, it needs to be close to its customers. Binance lost many customers to Huobi and OKX after its exodus from China in 2017 and is believed to be struggling to win them back. Shu 
could go even further on the path to being reg regulator friendly and focus on OKX's blockchain business. However, the blockchain business without crypto is a money loot is a money losing one and needs to be subsidized by the exchange's business. The OKX saga might have to might have calmed down for now uh, might have calmed now that the private keys have been found, but the impact continues to reverberate. OKX will need to change the way it manages its keys and China China's operations to regain its users' trust while walking a tightrope under the government's scrutiny. Top three things that happened in China last week. BCH's quiet fork. The Bitcoin Cash network went through a hard fork last week, splitting into two new blockchains, Bitcoin Cash ABC and Bitcoin Cash Node BCHN. The dispute turned on whether to divert 8% of each blockchain's reward towards the development funds, which turned out to be BCH's, BCHA's own development team. Despite Bitcoin Cash being championed by Chinese crypto OGs such as Jian Wu's founder Bitmain, the recent hard fork received surprisingly little attention in China. Why? First, Chinese miners have little economic incentive to engage in the fork because they are amb amb ambivalent about mining Bitcoin and its forked coins as long as they run SHA-256 algorithms. They simply pick whatever yields the highest profits. Second. With Wu himself being stranded in Bitmain's internal struggles, the Chinese voice with the BCH ecosystem is weakening. When the fork was first proposed, both Wu and Haipo Yang, founder of Via BTC, a massive mining pool and supporter of BCH, remained neutral that was in stark contrast to the active engagement during BCH's 2018 fork. Finally, the Chinese community, to a large extent, the global crypto crypto community just can't be bothered, bothered with another fork. Why would anyone pay attention to a fork of Bitcoin's fork when the real thing is going through the roof? Second, an ERC-20 bond sponsored by China Construction Bank is postponed. Barely a week has passed since Fusheng, a Malaysian digital securities exchange, announced that it had postponed the issuance of the first publicly listed debit security on, on, on a blockchain. What makes these bonds unique, other than they are tokenized on the Ethereum network, is that they can be bought for both Bitcoin and US dollars. The news was significant as it utilized not just uh, blockchain but also crypto. The fact that credible investors would use Bitcoin to purchase a bond is progress. However, the deal was postponed on November 13th without further notification. The block linked the delay to CCB's statement that it would not take Bitcoin or any any cryptocurrencies which could be possible reason since CCB is still China's largest and most conservative financial institution. Allowing Bitcoin to enter its books could cause unnecessary trouble and it's better to postpone it early, earlier than cancel it later. Third, from Huobi to Binance. OKX isn't the only Chinese crypto exchange that was invented for tea with the Chinese regulators, who will be another major exchange focusing on Chinese market, saw its COO, Robin Xu, go missing as well. The results, a record number of Bitcoin flowing from Huobi to Binance, an exchange that's known for decentralized structure and uncertain physical location. There has always been inflow and outflow between Huobi and Binance. In 2019, when Binance experienced a brief downtime, lots of Bitcoin flowed from Binance to Huobi. Both exchanges are run by Chinese and are known for superb customer service, which is essential to win Chinese retail investors' hearts. However, the recent flow from Huobi to Binance might be harder 
for Huobi to reverse. The reason is that as OKX and Huobi both face issues from the regulators, Binance seems to be a safer haven, heaven, heaven, since it's been operating outside of the regulatory zone. Its founder CZ Zhao is not China, nor in countries that will cooperate with China's government should it invite him for a cup of tea. We might be witnessing the beginning of a massive de-China movement among the Chinese exchange. Wow. Okay. Next news. Written by Ekin Jenk. Cybertrace files patent for tech that can trace Monero transactions. What? The cat and mouse game between blockchain forensics firm Cybertrace and privacy coin Monero continued this week when Cybertrace on Friday announced that it had filed two patent applications for methods to trace Monero transactions, transactions that are designed to be untraceable. The first patent technique and problemistic problemistic methods for tracing Monero. What is that word? I gotta go back. Probabilistic? Probabilistic. Probabilistic. Wow. Probabilistic methods for tracing Monero lays the groundwork for the firm to develop probable <laughs> to develop probabilistic methods that assigned numbers to Monero transactions and cluster likely owners and adopt prob oh my good why are they using this word so much probabilistic approaches to money laundering controls these probabilistic <laughs> approaches and methods are set of the mathematical tools and the concepts that deal with the uncertainties in the prob probabilities terms just like your weather forecast for tomorrow that shows a 15% probability probability of precipitation why are they so what what is going on here (laughs) the firm also filed a patent application for systems and methods for investigating Monero which forms part of its forensic tools to trace Monero transactions cypher trace launched a toolkit for this for this in August Monero was designed to be untraceable since the network jumbles transactions together to obscure who sent what to whom. But Cypher Trace's patent claims to claims that transactions are entirely traceable. The patents, however, have not been approved. Alright, next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. How a Bitcoin shortage could be good for crypto investors. A chaotic political situation in the U.S. is leading the Financial Reserve to print more money, in turn pushing up the price of other assets, according to a post published yesterday by blockchain investment fund Paterna Capital. One of those those assets is Bitcoin and its price is going through the roof thanks to tech companies buying lots of the cryptocurrency. PayPal and Cash App are already buying more than 100% of all newly issued Bitcoins, the post said. While other larger financial institutions followed their lead, the supply scarcity will become even more imbalanced. The only way supply and demand equilibrium is at a higher higher price. With big tech companies snapping up so much Bitcoin, the price is only going to go up. But will it make the cryptocurrency less accessible to everyday people who don't have millions of dollars to plug into the cryptocurrency? According to Paterna Capital, Bitcoin shortage is a possibility. But don't worry, experts who spoke to Decrypt said that there's nothing to fret about. Pedro Febrero, co-founder of the Academy of Crypto Nerds and analyst at Quantum Economics said that the number of Bitcoin getting concentrated in fewer hands is the long term could be a problem for the, for the democratizations of finance. Though he added that Bitcoin supply is limited and eventually big companies will need to sell it, 
Finally, we shouldn't forget that not all Bitcoin is simply being huddled, he said. Research from from blockchain analytics firm Chainalysis last week showed that the amount of Bitcoin available to buy depends on whether those holding it want to sell or trade it. Around 77% of all 14.8 million mined Bitcoin are in illiquid wallets, wallets that aren't sending lots of Bitcoin but rather holding onto it. This shows that big buyers basically snap up the assets and watch its value increase. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Alright. Next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Bitcoin is less volatile than many S&P 500 stocks. Bitcoin is less volatile than many stocks, according to investment management firm Van Eck. The firm compared to compared the cryptocurrency to the companies on the S&P 500 and found Bitcoin was less volatile than 112 of them in the 90-day period. In the past year, Bitcoin was a better bet than 145 stocks in the in the index. Bitcoin has been blasted by some in the world of traditional finance because of its volatility, but Van Eck said that the story was not quite as simple as previously believed. Quote, while Bitcoin continues to be a volatile asset, it may surprise researchers and investors as to what other major assets have been more volatile than Bitcoin, the firm said in a, in a Friday blog post. Quote, much of the volatility over the past few years can be attributed to sensitivity to small total market size, regulatory hurdles, and gener- generally limited penetration in mainstream stocks and capital markets. The firm added that the U.S. Bitcoin Exchange Traded Fund, an investment vehicle that tracks the value of the currency, doesn't yet exist, but when it does, it may show similar volatility characteristics as much stocks in Wells known in indices and, and EFT ETFs. Van Eck withdrew its own application for a Bitcoin ETF. This is the first time Bitcoin has proved to be a better investment than traditional stocks. An investor put $1,000 in the top 10 cryptocurrencies in January 2019 as an experiment and the digital asset including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash came out winning. All right. Cryptonauts, guess what? That is the end. We have no more crypto news for the day. So with that said, there's a few referral links I want you to check out. One of them is going to be Coinbase. Why Coinbase? It's it's because they're giving you a free crypto. That's why. Create your crypto account or use my referral link below. Check it out. Um, earn your free cryptos. It's free cryptos. You watch a couple of videos and you earn free cryptos. And on top of that, there's Celsius Network, another platform that I highly recommend to move your cryptos that you just earned for free. Move them over to the Celsius Network. Transfer them there. Let them sit there. You do nothing else. Just let them sit there. And let them, let the Celsius team invest it for you and guess what it's free you're not charging you're not being charged any fees as the user you're not being charged any fees at all not to deposit not to withdraw there is no interest fees associated you, literally there it doesn't exist that is the whole philosophy behind the Celsius network I can't I can't I mean I'm pretty sure I can scream I'm sure sure I can scream loud enough but not right now it's kind of late but Celsius Celsius, Celsius. No fees, no fees, no fees. Seriously. That's that's the best. And on top of that, if you're looking to buy crypto, I highly recommend the Cash app or actually buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin on there is pretty awesome. I highly recommend that. But if you want to buy it at a super affordable price 
uh, including fees then you go to the Celsius platform and the reason there's a fee associated with that is not because Celsius is charging you a fee is because the the the, the clearinghouse company that is making that exchange happen from fiat to crypto um, I forgot the name of it it's it slips in my mind right now uh, it's like gem I think it's called gem gem exchange they, they they convert the fiat to crypto and they're the ones that charge it but the Celsius company has been able to lower down that exchange rate to the lowest possible you will ever ever find on any exchange seriously so that's why I recommend going even if you just want to buy crypto and then move it out of Celsius guess what there's no fee for buying crypto from Celsius and it's a very low it's like a 0.1% the lowest you'll find anywhere compare it compare it to anything else compare it go ahead I dare you come back let me know actually post post a, a screenshot on the discord app I want to see if there's something else lower than a 0.1% uh, fee and buying Bitcoin Alright, and on top of that, let me know if there's another fee lesser than free for depositing and withdrawing. Okay? <laughs> That's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Enough ranting for the day. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else? What else? I'm actually going to pull this up real quick. Actually, let's go ahead and do some shoutouts. We haven't done shoutouts in a while. So, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Do, do, do. Give me a second. Uh, let's give thanks 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 thank you United States United Kingdom Australia Ireland Canada Finland India France Singapore South Korea Netherlands Mexico Germany New Zealand Indonesia Spain Portugal Argentina Turkey Philippines Chile Switzerland Norway Italy Japan Israel Denmark, Romania, South Africa, Poland, Belgium, United Arab Emirates, Aust Austria, Vietnam, Czech Republic, Dominican Republic, Taiwan, Bulgaria, Thailand, Costa Rica, Sweden, Albania, Hungary, and Iran. These are all the countries right now currently listening to me all around the globe. All these different nations love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because this is a hobby of mine. I do this for fun. And I'm glad that I can give you some crypto knowledge and a cool, a, some awesome referral links. And, and I highly recommend that you come check out the Discord app. So with that said, Cryptonauts, once again, thank you, Cryptonauts from all around the, all around the world. And then have yourself a very nice, happy holiday. Adios.